Welcome to the Zero Fucks Podcast, the raw and unfiltered account of the journey to create your diet culture-free dream life and start living the authentic and unapologetic life you deserve from two girls who actually did it. Each week, Don Michaela, the founder of the Mindful Eating Revolution, and Lonnie Mitchell, founder of the Weightless Warrior Academy, are bringing you guests, thoughts, and hot topics to help you bust through the limiting beliefs that have been holding you back and shed the emotional weight that has been holding you down. We're pulling back the curtain on how to reconnect yourself, body, mind, heart, and soul, take your power back, and free yourself from fear and self-judgment. Get ready to unapologetically follow your bliss every single day, giving zero fucks about what other people think. Are you with us? Here we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Zero Fucks Podcast. I'm Dawn. I'm here with Lonnie. And it's another Q&A session today. So uh, we were you know, getting you guys' questions. And you guys have some really, really great questions, by the way. And there was two that really stood out to us this time that we were like, man, let's just kind of focus on these two questions for this podcast. Um, Cause I mean, they're juicy. They be juicy y'all. Um, so the first question that we want a burger. <laughs> um, so the first question that we got from you guys that I just, I absolutely love this question is how to be proud of yourself. And the reason I love this question, then I'm going to toss it over to you, Lonnie, of it's, you know, this is such a big thing of when we're trying to heal from diet culture, it's, you know, we were so taught to measure yourself and your success and how proud you're able to be of yourself by how much weight you've lost or what your body has looked like. So the fact that this is even a question of somebody asking like, how do I switch that? How do I start becoming proud of myself for something other than how my body looks or how much weight I've lost or how perfectly I was able to restrict my food this week of like, how do I start building confidence and pride in myself for things that have nothing to do with body image or weight. And just the fact that that question is even being asked makes me so happy. Yeah, makes me so happy <laughs> that that's even being asked. It's a great asked. question. It is such a great question. So Lonnie, take it away. What, what would you tell this beautiful soul who is looking for a new way to start shining light on themselves and what the value they bring to the world other than their body size? So I have a few thoughts on this. <laughs> so I'm going to try to give it really short. Um, the one thing I'd say is what are a few things that would make you happy or that you want to do if you weren't worried about your body size, what you were eating it? Like if that, like, say you had your quote unquote perfect body and you didn't have to worry about what you were eating, what your clothes look like, anything like that what is something that you would work on? What are things you want to accomplish in life and start doing those little things, right? Because every little thing builds up. And I think part of it too, okay, so I'm going to make this point and another one. Um, part of it too, is that we're essentially taught, Hey, be proud of yourself, know your worth. But then if you show any indication of that, it's like society says, oh no, you have an ego. You need to calm it down. You need to be more humble. Ooh, that's a good one. Right? And I think that that's there's, a good point. there's a, definitely an aspect of that, okay? I, guys, I'm allergic to bullshit and egos, right? 
Um, but there's a difference between, you know what, I'm just so amazing at this. And like everyone else is beneath me. I do this the best versus, hey, you know what, I'm really good at this and I'm proud of it. Right. One yeah. of those sounds super egotistical and up their ass. The other one just sounds proud of their work. So you can be proud of yourself and not be up your own ass. <laughs> I don't know what other way to put that. Um, but yeah, so I think I think it's, you know, recognizing first of all that society programs that into us and then learning that it is okay to be proud of yourself and to do it in a way that feels good to you and if someone then wants to try to bring you down you can be like wait a second I didn't say I'm better than anyone else I just said I do this well and I'm proud of it and own that shit um the third point that I wanted to make was this was actually something that a business coach um told me a week ago um and it, it was on a mastermind call and she said okay what is your rule around success. And so often we have these magnificent rules of, I get this degree, I get this car, I get this promotion, I make so much money. I have a certain, you know, level status of house. And there are massive goals, right? And so of course, in between now and then, you're going to feel like crap about yourself because you haven't quote unquote been successful according to your rule. But what if you changed your rule and created something small so that you can be successful every day and imagine how much your confidence is going to build by being successful every day. So instead of I'll be successful when I get this job or when I earn a certain amount of money, what if your values that you truly value in life, because guess what people, you don't get to bring that body with you when you pass on, you don't get to bring your money, you don't get to bring your house, your jewelry, like none of it, okay? You get to bring the legacy that you left, how you made people feel, and what your soul is. So figure out what your true values are and then, you know, what you really want out of life and have just a few rules around that. So for me, I want to live a more healthy lifestyle and that means drinking more water. So every time I drink a jug of water, I am successful in my health. It doesn't mean I have to eat perfectly every day. But every time I drink a jug of water, I'm successful in my health. Every day that I meditate, that's a successful day to me. Um, for me, I may not make a sale every day, but you know what? If I'm able to impact just one person's life, even from a brief conversation, whether it's text, whether it's phone call, whatever, that's a successful day to me. So my values are making hmm. an impact my health and my spirituality. Dawn's like freaking out because we, we record I'm these video over video. here. <laughs> She's facebook <laughs> So for me, I value meditating. I know I'm a better version of myself on the days I meditate. I know I feel better when I drink water and I absolutely love making an impact. So do I need to do all three of those in a day to be successful? No, I make the rule that as long as I do one of those things, it's a successful day for me. And I can be proud of that. So that's, those are my points. Don, what about you, Miss Fist Pumper? We're on Jersey Shore now. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you you laid it out so beautifully of, I mean, we've talked on here so many times about like lower your expectations of yourself, mm -hmm. like not to this degree of like have zero expectations of yourself, but lower them to a degree where you can actually meet them. 
that they're not constantly out of reach and you're not constantly feeling like you're a failure and you're never reaching success that you, because I have never reached these huge, impossible lofty goals I've set for myself that I have nothing to be proud of myself for. Like when you get in that mindset of like, unless I have the massive, big, shiny object on the top of the hill, I have achieved nothing. <laughs> like if, if you get in that mindset, that's a really painful disempowering place to be where you're going to constantly feel like you're less than. So I love what you were saying of like, lower the standards of what success means, mm -hmm. like, and let it be these small, small, and I don't even want to say small, because it's like what you're talking about of like meditating, drinking water, impacting people, being kind. Those are not small things. Those are, those are big things. Like they add pay, up. Yeah. It's like being kind to someone. That's not a small thing that, that those little acts of kindness can change the world. So when we're talking about like, how do you start being proud of yourself? Um, you know, I would say it's like, ask yourself, what would I want to be proud of if all of a sudden the entire world was blind and image meant nothing. And no one could see my body. They couldn't see what I wore. They couldn't see what car I drove. They couldn't see, they couldn't see any of that. I love that. How would you determine your value? And so if it's like, I help people, I say kind things to people. I give really good hugs. I'm a really good person to turn to when things are bad. I'm a really good friend. I'm a good listener. Um, you know, before this we did this, uh, started recording this podcast. Lonnie was just telling me about this incredible thing she just did for one of her friends. So it's like, I, I open my heart to people who are, who are struggling and who are suffering of I'm a safe place to land. I give comfort to my friends of like that. Can I don't tell me really that doesn't quick. have value. Yeah. So let me just finish my point real quick of like, so when you're looking at what can I be proud of myself for? it's like, close your eyes, really look at who you are, how, like you said, how do you make people feel? And like, start determining your value by these things that aren't visual, you know, that are more of, that are more, I don't, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but, um, they're feeling. Yeah. Of like, how do you feel? How do you make other people feel? Are you making choices that are either making your life better or making the world better or someone else's world better. And it's like, if you're doing that, you have so much to be proud of so much to be proud of. So that would be my first thing of like, how do you start shifting that of like, you know, close your eyes <laughs> and, um, really start getting in tune with who you truly are, your heart, your soul, who are you as a person and start being proud of that person, not necessarily just the body you're in, you know, right now. I love that. Um, a point that I want to make on that, because I, I saw this posted today and I actually, um, there's an old high school, like she wasn't even a friend in high school. We just, we just knew of each other. Um, but we started kind of connecting a little bit recently. And I know she's mentioned this as well as there's a lot of people, and I'm sure a lot of you guys who are so kind and so generous and that person to turn to, and you're probably hearing everything's dancing and 
thinking, yes, I, I do all that, but I, I struggle to get it back. And I feel like I just give too much and get nothing back. And so I don't know, I just don't feel I want to be such a giving person anymore. And so this is the post that I saw earlier today. And I said, don't you dare change that because that is your gift in this world that you are such a beautiful soul and a generous soul. Not everyone's going to appreciate it, but I guarantee you there are people who do and they will appreciate it. They will need it. And so maybe you need to be more aware of who you're giving that energy to. Mm, yes. Um, so I, I just want to encourage you guys, you know, if you're in that position where you're like, yeah, but I need this too. And I don't get it. You absolutely do need it. And you absolutely do deserve it, but please don't stop giving it to others because some people don't appreciate it. Right. Um, Ooh, I just thought give without different. expectation, maybe change the expectation, but also just be more aware of who you're giving to and who you're giving your energy to because your energy is precious. Sorry, what were you going to say, Dawn? Oh, that's so good. You just triggered something. Um, <laughs> we um, trigger you know, each other. That's why this works so well. I know, it's so good. Um, of like when I was thinking of like, okay, how did I start doing this for myself? Like, and it was kind of exactly what you just said. It's like, I started becoming proud of myself for raising my standards. And like, when I started diving in and doing the work to like, I'm not going to accept this anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to accept these relationships, these friendships where I feel like I'm giving and I'm not getting anything back. This is not a good equal exchange of energy. I need better friendships. <laughs> and I started leveling up and started getting people and friendships and support systems around me that were more high vibe, that were more, it was more a two-way street that you know, when I started holding myself to higher standards of integrity and self-care and vulnerability and putting myself first. And those are things that I started to be able to be proud of because I was able to look at how far I've come of like, wow, I was down in the muck accepting table scraps for myself and look where I am now. I've stopped accepting that. I don't do that anymore. I'm not abusing myself with food. I'm not shaming my body in the mirror anymore. So it's like, as I started leveling up, like that kind of became something that I became very, very proud of myself for of like, wow, I don't accept crap from people. I don't accept this toxic bullshit. I, I can bounce back like a mindset ninja when somebody comes for my self-worth. Like, and I was like, wow, those are new skills. I didn't always have that. I'm really proud of myself for, for building that. So like to what you need Lonnie a soundboard. So like, cause this was the perfect insert for a round of applause. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so like what Lonnie was saying of like, if you're starting to feel like, oh my gosh, I want to shut down because I'm too giving and I'm not getting it back. And you're wanting to stop giving. It's like, no, it should be the opposite. Keep giving, but give to higher quality people Yes, and like up level up your standards of, Hey, I've got fucking magic to give to the world, but I only give my magic to people who are going to appreciate that magic. So if you can't appreciate it, then sorry, you don't get the magic and <laughs> for magical shit. Yeah. Exactly. Save your fucks for magical shit, y'all. Like, stop giving your fucks to these people that are like cool and then take it and run with it and then blow you off. Like, that is not a a good situation to, to be in, to stay in. And so level up and then be proud of yourself mm -hmm. for that. 
And I think there's also the point too of like, you know what, even if you give to people who, who don't seem to give a damn, you don't know, maybe they're having the shittiest day and you, you just show them an ounce of kindness. And maybe at the beginning they're in such a shitty day and they're like, why are you talking to me? But later on, they're like, crap, I was really mean to that person. I was just really in my feelings. And that was really kind of them. So you don't know what kind of an impact that you have later on. So that's why I also say, you know, maybe change your expectations a little bit. And, you know, maybe it's a mix of both, right? Give to people who are going to appreciate it more, be more specific about who you give to. But also then if you do give to someone, don't expect anything, you know, in return, not even a thank you, which I am guilty of because sometimes you know, I be, I'm that person where if I hold the door open for you and you don't say nothing, I go, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm that person. Right. But then I catch myself and I'm like, no, you're, you're expecting something then in return. And so then part of me is like, no, it's just the mannerism of it. It's the principle, like have some manners, but then the other part is no. Just, just give without expecting anything in return. Like just um, be kind. Yes. But I just think this is a great time to transfer into our second question. Of- yeah, that was, a, that was a good riff. See, I told you I loved that question. That was such a good question. <laughs> Whoever what- asked that question, thumbs up. <laughs> if you're listening. What is, what is within our power and what is not? And I think, you know, what Don was saying is, is such a great example of what we choose to give our energy to is in our power how people respond or react is not. So um, is there anything that you'd want to add to this, Dawn? Well, so, um, the, so the second question we're transitioning to now is the, what is within my power and what is not? And immediately I go to that, what is it that, um, is it the Lord's prayer, the serenity prayer of like, help me accept the things that I uh, cannot change and the courage to know, or the wisdom to know the difference. I have that on my wall. Okay. So I immediately go to that of, you know, what's within your power and what is not of, you know, the only thing that you have control over in this entire world is your thoughts and your actions. That's it. You can't control other people. You can't control other people's responses. You can't control what's going on in the media. You can't control what's happening on the other side of the world. You can't change. Like you cannot, you can influence, but you are not in control of those things. All you can do is become more mindful and become more controlling of your emotional state, your vibration, your thoughts, how you choose to speak, how you choose to respond to things. And the actions you choose to take. And that's it, kids. That's the whole kit and caboodle. That is all that is in your basket of control. For us control freaks out there, I know this is really bad news. Um, I'm a recovering control freak. And so <laughs> I know when I first started sinking into this realization, it was like, ha, ah, like, I don't like this. There's got to be more things that I can control. Come on. Um but it's so true. It's so true. Like you cannot control other people. And, you know, I tell my clients all the time who, you know, deal with you know, body shamers and, you know, toxic family or the relationship or people constantly com- commenting on their body. And they're asking me like, how do you get through it? And I'm just like, you got to realize that how someone talks to you is a reflection of their mindset. How you respond yes. is a reflection of yours. So it's like, 
they can sit here and spew all their diet culture stuff at you and tell you, you need to lose weight. There's this new app. Have you seen the commercial for Weight Watchers? I lost 30 pounds. You could use to lose a little, like they could spew all of that at you. And it's still within your control. You can't control that they just spewed that on you, but you can control if you pick it up or not. And so I think like having those really clear understandings of pretty much the only thing you can control is your response. And that's why what Lonnie and I do, the kind of coaching we do, um, why it's so profound for our clients and why they get such drastic results so quickly is it's like learning to take that kind of radical responsibility for your own mindset, for your thoughts and for the actions that you take. If like, if you're not tackling that and you're not looking at your response ability, let's break that word down. Response. Responsibility is your ability to respond. So taking responsibility for your life, your mindset, your health, your happiness, your joy, your growth. That means taking responsibility for your own ability to respond to other people's bullshit. And that's pretty much all you got. I love how you just said that. I've never, but it's so simple, but I've never heard it broken down like that. (laughs) And it's like, man, that, that, you know, that's a really good, really good point. I've heard other words broken down like that, but never someone break down responsibility like that. Um, I mean, I think everything you just said is so on point and I hear so many people say, you know, but I tried my best and this person was just a jerk or they did this or they did that. And it's like, yo, they're dealing with something inside themselves. And yes, you need to take responsibility for your own actions, your own responses, your thought patterns, but you can't control how someone else responds. And guaranteed it's about their own internal struggles and they're just using you as like kind of the sounding board or bouncing board or like their reflection right and so they may see something in you that triggers them and so they they respond in a negative way but that has everything to do with them Mm -hmm. and not with you so if you can remember that and it's, you're not going to remember it and just say, oh yeah, this is, this is what Don and Lonnie said. And so, you know, that's right. This, you know, it, this is about them, not me. And I'm cured. Blah, blah, blah. No, you, it, this is a repeating process. Okay. And I, I, sorry, I've had someone ask me before. So when do you know that you're done with the self-love journey? And I'm like, oh honey, I'm so sorry. It's, you're yeah, always evolving. It it's never <laughs> ending. You'll, you'll be evolving till the day you die. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's why you have to enjoy and have fun with it. But you need to repeat the self to, to you, or you need to repeat this to yourself. And so every time someone responds with negativity, just remind yourself, this is probably something to do with them, not me. Maybe they had a shit day. And I mean, guys, okay, I'm not perfect, right? So I was I was in a store, in a grocery store the other day, and this woman, like, we're standing six feet apart, okay? So it's not like I was in her space. And if you guys have been listening to me a while, you know I love my space. COVID or not, give me six feet, okay? That's <laughs> just how I am. I like my bubble. Like, I'm all for hugs, and I will hug you if I meet you, but... Then back up. <laughs> like if it's Hug just a and then person <laughs> six feet please <laughs> um and so she she had her six feet and everything but she kept looking back at me and my mom or my mom and I correct grammar okay whatever um and I'm like what is this woman's problem and again 
I'm not perfect. I have my moments. And so, yes, I coach people, but I, I still work on myself every day. And so my mom went to the customer service counter and well, she was thinking, maybe I could check out there. I'm like, just go and ask where she can say is no, I'll stay here. And so she goes, we're able to check out over there. She waves me over. I'm like, great. Cause this person can't stop staring at us. And I said loud enough for her to hear. Cause I'm like, what the hell is her problem that she's looking at us? And most days I'd probably be like, okay, whatever. Not let it bother me. But for some reason that day, I'm like, why the f- is she looking at us? Like, what's going on here? Mind your business. I don't know why it bothered me, but it did. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but just FYI, guys, I'm not perfect. Okay. I work on myself too. And I'm sure you guys have done this stuff too. I'm sure someone yeah. has looked at you randomly in the grocery store. Yeah. Done. You've had that. Oh yeah. Do you oh, get yeah. annoyed too? Or is it just me? Um, no, it, does, it doesn't bother me in that, in that way, but like the general topic of what you're talking about of it's like, I'll, you know, have be I'll be having like a bad day or something from something completely that has nothing to do with something. And then I'll be dealing with some kind of customer service representative and I'll just be super short and snappy with them. And, mm, you know, yeah, and be a little days. bit more on edge. And it's like, hey, man, like, I mean, I wish sometimes I could go back and be like, hey, just FYI, I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings. That wasn't about you. <laughs> like, that was completely my own crap. Um, you know, I apologize for pushing that off. On well, you. if you see him again, why not just say it? Like, I, I've done that actually yeah and so it's like that that's what I think people it's like it's not personal we have to stop taking mm-hmm. all this stuff personally and yes you know, just be, just be uh because you know in this podcast we do talk about you know body and food and all that I'll tell you guys one of my most vulnerable horrifying slash proud moments of my life um that's was a lot one <laughs> yeah it was a good moment um of I had a guy break up with me and like, tell me to my face, it was because he thought I was too fat. Like he said it to my face, which was like, I mean, it, come on guys. This is like our worst nightmare as people growing up with body shame issues. It's like, Oh my God, I'm not going to be enough. He's going to dump me because I'm too fat. That's why you go to the gym of like to prevent yourself from being in this situation. And there I am. Like I'd been pushing myself to lose weight and all this. And here I am, this guy telling me, I don't want to be with you because you're in the wrong body type. And in the moment I was crushed. Like I, I left, I was sobbing, called my sister, ah! you know, all my triggers, all my body shame triggers lighten up. I'm not good enough. No one will ever want me. No one will touch me. I'm an untouchable. Um, all that stuff was coming up. But then I woke up the next day after a good night's sleep. And luckily I was already a couple of years into my journey. So I was like, okay, I think I got this. And I just woke up and I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Amen. <laughs> like, fuck him. Like, and, but it wasn't in like this vengeful way. It was like this, you know what? He's all about the gym. He like lives in the gym. And, you know, if he wants somebody who shares his enthusiasm with the gym and he wants this little gym rat that's 100% his prerogative. If that's what he wants, that's what he wants. I'm not that girl, but obviously his mindset is in a place where it's like, that's beauty. That's love. That's his ideal woman. It's like, that's his mindset. The fact that he, that's what he wants. And he's looking for that. And just the fact that I'm not that person does not mean that I'm not valuable, that I'm not beautiful, that I'm not worthy. I'm just not meant for him. And as soon as that clicked, I was like, I was fine. 
I was like, well, glad I found this out now and not later. Thank you for setting me free. So, but his delivery was still shit. Oh yeah. It was still, don't ever say that man. Like, don't, don't say that to a girl. Don't say that to anybody. That's just a dick thing to say. But anyway, um, but it was just like that. Wow. I really had that clear moment where it was like, that was a horrible thing to say. That's the worst thing you could say to me. That would normally years ago, that would have tanked me. That would have kept me off dates for months. <laughs> like I would have, okay. I can't go on another date until I'm perfect. But the fact that's that great COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. And so the fact that I was able to bounce back from that with that recognition of this isn't mine, mm-hmm. this is his, and that is his perception. I'm not accepting that. I'm awesome. I'm beautiful. I bring a lot to the table and I want to keep this space open for a guy who's going to see that. And obviously that's not this dude. You know, so, I have to say, I don't think go you on your way. To the table, though. I think you are the damn table. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could be any, you could be the food on the table. You could be whatever part of the table you want to be. Um, but it's like, I eventually want to share my life with somebody who sees me beneath my skin, you know, and absolutely. he made it very clear within, I think we were only dating for like six weeks that he wasn't that person. And it's like, while that hurt, you know, because of this, of what's within our power, what's not, I couldn't control him. Mm-hmm but I, and his perception and that he thought I was too fat. I, I couldn't control that. That's a blessing in disguise, really. Cause you didn't waste mm-hmm. more of your time or energy on him. Right. And so that's like, when we're looking at power, what are we in our power or not? Like we choose how we perceive it. We choose how we get to bounce back. We get to choose, are we going to learn from this and get better and grow and become better versions of ourselves because of this struggle or are we going to let ourselves get defined by the pain and get dragged down by it that is also a choice that is also within your power of how are you going to choose to relate to this is this going to help you skyrocket or is this going to be a weight around your ankle you get to choose i think that's such a beautiful example of what's within your power like that's (laughs) I don't think you can get much better than that. Well, please share with us your, your examples, right? So if you feel like, okay, well, you know, I'm struggling in my power, but then you can relate to Dawn's story and something's popping up in your head, please share it. Tag us, like do a post, message one of us. Like if you don't want to share publicly, message one of us and, and share that with us and own your fucking power because you are the table you're the food on the table and if someone wants to come eat you decide if they're worthy of your food or not now this is sounding too too sexual and i feel uncomfortable (laughs) are you worthy of eating my food (laughs) if you know what i mean no just scratch that delete that it's Um, getting too late i'm starting to get weird guys but no and to, to to save the table analogy i'm coming i'm coming for you lonnie i'll rescue you of it's like all right, guys, if the, if the women are listening to this, it's like, you are the queen of your kingdom, ladies. You're the freaking queen of the kingdom. You decide who dines at your table with you. And if they this are is like worthy, Bridgerton shit. Yeah. Like they, if they are worthy to banquet with the queen and if, and if they're not matching you, you'd be like, sorry, you're not welcome at my table. And like, that's, it's okay. I think, I mean, and I'm not going to get into this because it's a whole nother thing and we're running out of time here, but Um, you know, also it's within your power of, it's like not letting yourself feel guilty for setting boundaries. 
Absolutely. Here's the thing. Like, like, nope, you do not get a seat at the table and I'm not going to feel bad about that because I know what your energy does to my energy. And I love myself mm -hmm. too damn much to let you in the door. <laughs> Sorry with love. Stay outside. I absolutely love that because there is this trend on TikTok for a while and I forget exactly what it was, but it, it was to do with like guys and girls and like essentially, you know, you're not worth my time kind of thing. Oh no, it was, um, it was this like sound going around, right? Where you could download it and use it. And it was like someone saying, oh my gosh, you're so pretty, you're so beautiful. And they would have a caption of when a guy says this and you would just say, thank you, I know. And I'm like, okay, it, and this ties back into being proud of yourself. There's that difference between being egotistical and up your own ass versus accepting something and being proud of it, right? So you can say, oh my gosh, that's so sweet of you to say, like, thank you so much versus like, oh no, you're just saying that, like, I'm so ugly, da, 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 right? You're not owning it. But if you just say, you know what? Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's so sweet of you to say. You're being proud, you're owning it, but you're doing it in a very modest, beautiful way. Whereas if you just say, thank you, I know. It's like, get off your freaking high horse. Right. And so that this reminds me of this. So you can totally own your worth and have your power and say, you know what? I really like your energy. I really want to hang out with you. Or, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I don't feel the vibe. I think you're a cool person, but I'm just not feeling this vibe. Um, but I wish you all the best versus like, mm, no, thanks. Right. There's a total difference in, in delivery there. So you can own your power. You can own your worth in a beautiful way. Yeah. So, I yeah, that. I just wanted to make that point. I love that. I love that. I think that's the perfect place to end of, you know, as women, we have been so taught over the last couple of decades or got longer than decades. What am I saying? Yeah. Thousands of years to like, you know, be quiet, be small. Don't speak unless spoken to. Don't speak up. Don't be a strong woman. I mean, like that's been ingrained into us to just like be small and, and, and please the man. And so I think a big part of this conversation of like, how do you start being proud of yourself and knowing what's within your power and not is recognizing that you are worthy and deserving of wielding that power that has been, you know, kind of like stuffed out of us or has been like stuffed down of you are worthy of rising up and saying, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. This is what I accept. This is what I will not that you have the sacred right to do that. And you don't need to feel guilty about that. Despite what we've been taught of like, no, you don't speak up. Don't make waves. Don't be loud. Don't challenge the status quo. And I think what Lonnie and I are telling you of like, oh yes, you can. Yes. Can you I, can, can I make a quick suggestion? Because when yes. you said rise up, that song came into my head and I'm not going to sing it because I, I don't want to make your ears bleed. Um, that Andrea Day, Day song. The I don't know up. who sings it, but I just know it's a beautiful song. Um, I already have like a playlist of empowering women songs, but I would love to create a zero fucks podcast playlist mm, with yes. like a mix of the songs that we find so empowering and give that to that. our listeners. I love that. We'll do that. Keep it, keep your, keep your little eyes peeled guys. That'll be coming. But yeah. So 
I think that's a perfect place to wrap up of it's just like, how do you be proud of yourself? And, you know, it's like, start wielding your power and start being coming very clear of what is within your power and what is not and getting really clear on those boundaries and keep keeping your keeping your magic for yourself for people that are going to appreciate it um, and not you know selling yourself short and redefining how beautiful you are that your your beauty and value is is not just picture deep like dive deeper you're a you're made of star stuff, my darling. And you have so much to be proud of. Like you open your heart, you take a look at like what actually you're bringing to the table. What's in your heart, in your mind, you're going to find so much be like, wow, I'm incredible. I'm absolutely incredible. So start empowering yourself to to do that. What? Okay. Guys, okay, listen up. It's like 9 p.m. where I am. Dawn, she's she's in a different time zone, but I'm an old lady and I'm usually in bed by 9.30, so I'm just getting weird now. And apparently I start sounding like fucking magic lucky charms because I just went, you're magical. You're ma- what? Oh, you're magical. magical. Oh. It's an Irish okay. accent. Come on. Okay. Maybe it's a shitty one. Okay. I thought you said your mic is on. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, like I said you're magical you're magical okay so that's a i think that, i think we're wrapping up here guys what do you think <laughs> all right so magical guys magical darling would you like to to sign us out and tell us what to do with our magicals <laughs> i have your fox for magical shit there you oh, go darling no that's a difference between like that's a bit of a mixture between like english and irish i don't know here's the thing like uh i don't know my my irish accent like comes in and out and it's hard for me to put it on it's usually like if i'm pissed off or confused or something or super excited so if you guys hear some weird stuff here's some fun facts for you can i just say something really quick why do people fucking call it a blinker what are you doing you're indicating that you want to go to the next lane why don't you call it an indicator why are you calling it a blinker i don't like as it blinks it blinks but you're indicating what are you doing you're not blinking that you want to go to the next lane you're indicating so you call it an indicator i said that okay before covid we were going to um that like i was driving with some friends like two hours away and so i was like oh man this fucker didn't use an indicator and someone in the back was like you didn't use a what and one of my friends was like oh indicator this is one of like the weird words that she uses so like being Irish, I use some different words, right? Like I use press instead of cupboard. I use boot instead of trunk. That one I interchange actually sometimes. Um, but yeah, my mom and I- A little Lonnie lesson here. Yeah, my mom and I have been talking about indicators versus blinkers for the last couple of days. <laughs> Cultural differences here, y'all. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird. But yeah, it's like, well, it's a blinker because it blinks. What, what I, I know, understand. but you're fucking indicating that you're going to the next lane with a blinker. But you're We're indicating, indicating. so it's an indicator. Blinking. Guys, can you can you like comment on our post or something on Instagram or like DM on us? Which one do you think makes more blinker. sense? Oh, the indicator totally makes more rational sense. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate yeah, that. No, I'm just defending blinker, <laughs> but <laughs> no, you have a very valid point of like, all right, that, that totally actually makes more sense. Anyway, guys, we're wrapping up. 
Save your fucks um, for magical shit. Save your fucks for magical shit. Thank you so much for spending this time with us on the Zero Fucks podcast. We had an absolute blast and we hope you did too. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone in your life who you feel needs to hear it, that would be amazing and we would be forever grateful to you. Also, please leave us a review if you feel moved to do so. We love hearing from you guys, so shoot us a message and tell us what you think, share your story, and what topics you would like to hear us bring to the table. It would really help us on our mission to help you. We'll see you guys next episode, and until then, remember, go out there, live boldly, unapologetically, and save your fucks for magical shit.